0: Hey, humanoids. Today's episode of the Masked Man Show is brought to you by TheRinger.com, where we've got extensive, extensive World Cup coverage and everything you need to know about the NBA Summer League, free agency, and more. There's also a video of me eating at a buffet, I believe. As always, we're brought to you by The Ringer Podcast Network, where you can check out lots of Ringer FC episodes to keep you caught up with the World Cup. The Ringer NBA Show, live from Las Vegas, binge mode Harry Potter, you know you want it, nerds, as well as my other podcast, The Press Box, with Brian Curtis on the Channel 33 podcast feed. So be sure to subscribe to all those wherever you get your podcasts. Now, hit the damn music. What's going on, jabronis? It's pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. Russ Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lund. The king of sad Stop. The Silver Lake Heartthrob. It's Trey Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. It's your real WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks.
1: Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I love that Nakamura. Zach Linder. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goof Haraja. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening. to this. You're listening to. You are listening to. The the listening, the the, listen the
0: listening to. listening the, mask the Masked Man Show. Man Show. The Man Show. Man Show. Welcome to the Mask Man Show. Man. Man. Mask man. Yeah. Man, I'm your host, David Shoemaker, sitting uh, not across from me, but in several time zones over as my dear friend and compatriot, Big Daddy, Dave Schilling. How are you? How was Las Vegas? What's going on?
1: Uh, I am having a great time in Las Vegas. I got a room upgrade, so I have a giant suite for no reason.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: I'm half watching the uh, England-Croatia World Cup game, but uh, I will not let that distract me from today's very special episode.
0: Do you know what do you know what the next level of room upgrade is from from what you're doing right now?
1: I think it's like uh probably uh
0: I don't know like no, the, hyper- the next
1: hyperbaric chamber.
0: The next level of of uh, of room upgrade from from a suite is uh, uh it's just two suites. Um we have a very <laughs> big <laughs> announcement. I, I we have a very big announcement coming uh-huh. um out of, uh, the, our Vegas quarters later on the show. But before we get to that, we got to talk about the biggest news of the week. And wouldn't you believe it? Um, for like the 45th time this year, uh, the biggest news in, in the pro wrestling world, um, did not actually happen in pro wrestling. It happened when WWE's universal champion Brock Lesnar made a shocking appearance at UFC this weekend. And, a, and challenged uh, the new UFC heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier, to, uh, to, a, to a match, um, or confronted him after Cormier ch- challenged him to a match. Uh, Schilling, what do, you, what do we make of this?
1: Well, I mean, one of the first things we should talk about is whether or not it means anything that it was such a clear work, that it was yes. a, 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 a contrived moment for the cameras. I don't think it matters. I mean, I I feel like this is something you should be used to from boxing. Um, I feel like Con- uh, Conor McGregor has for years been trying to create controversy when he fights either in UFC or his, his Mayweather fight. This is just par for the course with combat yeah. sports now. You have to do that to get attention and to get pay-per-view buys.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I was there actually um, one of the uh, kind of a very serendipitous moment the ringer was in Las Vegas as you are now for the NBA Summer League but um, uh, I decided to uh, to try and go to this UFC show and um, had got great seats thanks to UFC and thanks to my buddy Chuck Mendenhall and um, and went with ringer producer Sean Yu, and we were like oh this is it was just fun it was you know going to those things is fun and and watching you know um the celebrities and watching the fights and and i mean it was a lot it was a lot uh, there's there's something really great about going to a ufc show i'm not going to linger on it too long compared to a wrestling show because even though there's less stuff going on and that means like you know when you you're you're you're, like when you can take breaks you know you know (laughs) for like two thirds of the night you're just like it's okay to chill and lean back in your seat you know and and it's uh it's weirdly refreshing and keeps you really hot for what matters but anyway um yeah, we were sitting there, and the main event was about to start. And all of a sudden, I looked up, and I was like, "Oh, look who's this, who's coming out of the, the the entrance ramp now? Oh, that's Brock Lesnar, and uh, <laughs> Brock, Brock in a in a suit that uh, seemed to be made from some sort of like military tarp. It was so big. Um, came and just started hugging. He went over to Dana. They hugged. Um, kind of made his way around the ring. I mean, he he didn't move that far, but he you know he he got to talk to several different people. Um, had a long conversation with Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, who's apparently, uh, uh, an MMA regular, um, and, uh, and then he had, then he sat down, uh, and after Cormier, like, shockingly won the title, I really had all my money on Stipe, um, Brock Lesnar, uh, quickly was sh- was moved to the ring door. He had been sitting on like he'd been sitting. If the ring door is like nine o'clock, he had been sitting at six o'clock, and he he moved around. So the whole thing was a hundred percent stage. When Cormier called him out, um, you know it it was clear this is a uh, DC is a huge wrestling fan, and and you could see that twinkle in his eye when he got to cut a promo. You know, I mean, he said what was the line? He was like like time to let DC talk or whatever something and, uh, like that. I mean, but it was like, it was a canned phrase amongst an entire, and then, you know, to lead off an entirely canned promo. And then Brock got in and shoved him. And there's some people saying it was off stage, but the shove was real, but it's like, who really matters? DC was loving it. The whole thing was, it was packaged and, and yeah, it was a really, really cool moment. And I walked out and I got on, I, you know, started texting with, with ring Redditor Sean fantasy. And I was like, I guess, should I write something about how UFC is WWE now? And then bef- right as soon as I did that, I Googled it, and like 9 million people had already, <laughs> had already tweeted it. By the time I got back to my hotel room, the sports center was making jokes about how UFC is WWE now, which is weird because they just bought all the programming for UFC. Um, the whole thing was so strange, but that's a long way of saying, um, you're right, that's how you promote fights now. Um,
1: yeah yeah, it's, but, but that's been happening for years. I mean, maybe not people jumping into the ring and like pushing each other right after a fight, but theatricality and, and absurdity and, and, and pointed rhetoric have been around since you know the Tyson era. and even before that, like people are still going off of the template that Muhammad Ali created mm-hmm. for how to build up excitement over a fight. It's a real fight guys. They're not there's they're not working the fights. You can't work those punches or those you know any of those strikes or those submissions. Oh. Uh, you know this is a real real combat sport. At the same time, UFC has a lot of money on the line and they need to get people excited about this. They don't have a ton of main event quality draws right now. Mm-mm. So why not kind of start pushing the envelope a little bit? UFC and WWE are inexorably linked now and forever from the TV deals to who represents them doing those TV deals to the Lesnar and Ronda Rousey connections to now people cutting promos in the octagon. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously Conor McGregor is, is a big, is big on the promo cutting. Um, and listen, you're right. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go out here and say UFC is a stage four, although I did t- fully talk myself into the, the feasibility of a conspiracy theory on Saturday night. Because if you take it for granted that, I mean, the the, the that, that this was all stage, and that means Dana White went to Cormier before the match and said, get your Brock Lesnar promo ready because he's coming in to challenge you afterwards. Now, I guess the the right way to look, I mean, the, the, the safe way to look at it is that Dana White went to both DC and Stipe and said, Each, you, you each need to get your, your promos ready to cut on Brock Lesnar because he's your next, he's the winner's opponent and he's going to be there after the fight. But if you let yourself believe that he did, that they did that, then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know. I mean, if you're willing to go along with that, is it really that much of a stretch to think that like Miochich would like take a dive for the good of the sport and then get promised a rematch and to, for a much bigger payday in six months or in a year or something like that? And And at that point, is it really that much of a stretch to say, I mean, this is where, this is where my mind's spiraling on Saturday night, a couple of beers in. I mean, the most, the craziest thing that happened the entire night was in the match that preceded that when the two, when the two guys who were who were much higher on the contenders chart than Brock Lesnar in the heavyweight division? Man- Nagano and Lewis managed to have such a shitty outing that they eliminated themselves from tighter co- title contention functionally. And at that point, it's just like, well, did they, did Data White make them do that so that there wouldn't be an argument about whether or not Brock Lesnar deserves this? Now, no- okay, none of this is true, but it's really fun to think about. And that's why pro wrestling is better than UFC.
1: I mean, I think the ultimate point if you want to try to create a conspiracy theory, is that people didn't really expect Cormier to win the fight.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: The fact that it was such a surprise that he was able to level up in weight class and then beat arguably the best heavyweight in
0: UFC history. Sure. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. No, it's totally true. I mean, a guy that had a seemingly indestructible jaw got knocked out by one uppercut. You know, I mean, and DC's got got heavy ass hands. You know, and that's that's really clear. But, um, yeah, the whole thing was the whole thing was was a surprise. I mean, but up to that point, it looked like it looked. I mean, it was clear that DC was bothering Stipe, but it didn't. But it. But I. It's, I mean, from where I was sitting, it really looked like Stipe was just was just you know kind of biding his time. But anyway, that happened. Brock Lesnar is now. Uh, next in line for the UFC championship. It looks like it's going to happen... Is it it in December at MSG? No, because he just recently entered the
1: uh, testing uh, pool, the drug testing pool. So it won't be until after the new year that he can legally fight. Um, There was a lot of chatter about him. Oh, right. So 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 the night of,
0: they were talking about MSG. So now they're talking about early 2019.
1: Yes, just because the timeline for him being tested, especially, you know, after testing
0: positive uh you know he's not going to be able to just fight whenever he wants yeah when we were sitting there in the in the arena they had like the upcoming ufc big card schedule you know on the on the jumbotron at one point and it made me again i thought about wrestling that thing where it's like you know the 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 show will end with a hot angle and they'll be like you know we'll be back in la in three months and you'll get to see the match that we teased tonight i I honestly wondered if i I wondered if they were going to just pull out you know we're just gonna bring it back to Vegas. Um, no, that's what
1: they that's what they always say about wrestling is it's not about the match, it's about the return. And how do you yeah. get the return because that's double your money. So UFC and WWE are linked forever. What can we say?
0: It's totally true. I mean, I've written about this a million times, but uh, with the conspiracy theories aside, this is how this is how a sport becomes fake. And I don't say this in a derisive way, because I'm the biggest pro wrestling fan in the history of the world. But you know pro wrestling used to be legit and they it changed there's a million reasons why why the change you know i mean it's the min, a million points in the evolution um over basically a century that that matter a lot to what we watch today but it basically became fake because it was too boring right yeah. and and that's sort of where you what ufc is struggling with right now they don't have the star power they used to they can't get you know Steve Amirkhichi is the the he he defended the heavyweight title more than more times than anybody else because like nobody defended it more than two times you know I mean it's hard to have you can't have a John Cena of MMA if nobody can defend their titles you know and I mean if, yeah. because re, re, in the real world these sorts of careers are really short it's like running backs in football like you hit your peak and then your peak is over two years later you
1: know well at the end of the day you have to say when you look at how much UFC made for their TV package how much WWE made for their TV package. Mm -hmm. The fact that a fake sport got more money than a real sport, a quote-unquote real sport, as far as we know, is telling because WWE can say, Roman Reigns will be here next year, the year after that, the year after that, and he's still going to be strong because he's a character on a fictional television program. It's totally true. He can't lose unless we tell him to lose.
0: That's exactly right. Um, And... It, that's that's always the big thing you know in their in their last tv deal there were always little moments where fox was upset that all the good matches were on pay-per-views you know they got all their fight nights and stuff but it's like why are we building these stars so that they can just cash the checks but the point that you so let's set that aside ufc you know good luck becoming sports entertainment i cannot wait to watch it happen um and special shout out to all the ufc fan pro wrestling haters out there who are uh who are not living their best life but the but what you said, I think, Chilling, is the most important uh, thing, which is that they can promise, WWE can promise that Roman Reigns will be there every week. Um, they can plan for, you know, they get to pick winners and losers. They can put on a show in a way that a real, quote unquote, real sport can't. Now, that said, the champion of, or the universal champion of WWE right now is a man named Brock Lesnar, who who know we still don't know what contract he signed at WrestleMania to stick around it looks increasingly like he signed a deal to show up at the greatest royal rumble and to drop the belt at some point in the vague future and that and and and, and part of the agreement was he he didn't get to tell anybody the deal he actually signed um but regardless the man holding the title um probably the most famous pro wrestler in the world has now basically just formally jumped to UFC and he still has the belt. Now this isn't a Montreal screw job situation, but if we're, you know, we're conspiracy theorizing already, it doesn't take that much that it's not that much of a leap to ask yourself. Like what is Brock's vested interest in losing to anyone in WWE? The payday.
1: That's the great thing about wrestling again is, you know, whether or not you do a job, is less important than what the the check is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So Brock Lesnar's incentive to do the job is a million dollars, $750,000, however much it is, to do one 10-minute match where he doesn't have to take very many bumps.
0: But isn't it weird? I agree with that. But isn't it weird that WWE put themselves in a position where dana white could really just be like hey brock what are you getting a million i'll give you two million to refuse to show up and drop the belt bring the wwe title in the octagon
1: i don't think dana white gives two shits no about no no no. I, I don't think
0: so either and i don't and, and to be clear i don't actually think this is going to be a problem yeah um and i actually think wwe sees all of this as a great coup that they that people are talking about it and that they Free and that their, their champion is on espn and all this stuff is it's it's going really well I do think that it's it does leave them if it doesn't leave them open to a screw job which I, I honestly don't think it does or and I and I don't think Dana White I mean I, I don't I think that as you mentioned and 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 uh there was a great piece in, in um where was it in the Hollywood reporter about oh no no a sports business daily about about how all these the 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 UFC and WWE contracts were signed um that everybody should definitely check out um the John Orend wrote and it's it's I mean just really really good stuff but you know these two companies UFC and WWE are intertwined not just by fan bases and by you know ethos and by you know general general category but they're also bound by you know agencies and 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 networks and you know managerial forces if it were up to Dana White and Vince McMahon at a bar you know it that would be one thing but this is like you know like no one's this is th- this isn't quite too big to fail territory, but nothing that crazy. I don't think could happen with the with the the power players involved. But so, so setting all that aside, they're not open to anything crazy like that happening. But they are open to the interpretation of the match whenever Brock decides to drop the belt to whoever it is. I think it's safe safe to assume that seventy five percent of the wrestling fans watching are going to be like, oh, th- the match. The match could have been better, but Brock didn't want to look bad on his way to UFC, right? Like that's yeah, gonna absolutely. happen, sure. Yeah. All right. When do we think he's gonna drop the belt? I think it's SummerSlam. I and think he, is, it, you think he, that's his. He has one more match left on his on his contract, and it's dropping the belt at SummerSlam. Is that your guess?
1: That is my guess. It seems like that is where they're they're pointing to. Uh, it gives Brock plenty of time to get the belt away from him to to start training all that stuff. Uh, it would make no sense for it to be, you know, a smaller pay per view. If it's if he's really going to fight in early 2019, him working TLC doesn't make a lot of sense. Him working WrestleMania doesn't make a lot of sense. Because uh, what if he loses his fight? What if he if DC beats him? Yeah, then he looks kind of like a schmuck going into WrestleMania. So it's it feels like he loses a worked fight. Against Roman Reigns or even maybe Braun Strowman, uh, those seem like the only two logical candidates for this match. Uh, so he loses that match, goes into training, uh, cuts some promos on Sports Center or whatnot, and then and then has his fight with DC. And I think that's that just feels like the obvious direction that they would take. Yeah, I could be wrong. It, you know what I love about this is. The uncertainty and and the question mark, and I think that's as much as we, you know, you and me and and Dipperstein and and Skylar and everybody who was leaving WrestleMania, uh, as much as we were upset by this weird kind of anti finish uh, to the main event, it does create that question. It does create that. When is this going to happen? I have to tune in every week because what if it happens this week? Or I have to yeah yeah. You know, yeah. What,
0: I totally agree. And I I just think that uh, I think that in, I think it's going to look, I think it's going to look worse in retrospect than it actually is. I'm not saying that we're going to be right to complain about it. People are just going to complain. It's going to seem obvious in retrospect. That's all I'm saying. If I had to, if I had to guess right now, I think you're right. I think that somehow we get back to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam and Braun Strowman cashes in and just does a replay of the Seth Rollins win or something like that, you know? So it's, uh, or, they, or at least they have the they have they have uh, Strowman in their back pocket if the crowd is just totally shitting on Roman Reigns that night,
1: right? Um, I mean, the ultimate money match is for Roman to win the belt at SummerSlam, and then for Strowman to chase him until WrestleMania. But he's got the briefcase now, so it doesn't make any sense if he doesn't cash in the first time Brock Lesnar shows up on television. Yeah, that's the tricky part. If he doesn't, tr- if he doesn't cash in when he cuts a promo in the ring, his credibility goes down the toilet.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I'm not really. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, Braun Strowman. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Work this through in kayfabe. Um He's going to get title shots and. Yeah, I guess, I guess that you you got it. I mean, why not just get your first win as easily as possible? You'll know you're going to have to fight Roman Reigns again after that, but who cares? Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting. You're right, to watch how this happens. It's also kind of interesting, and we're going to talk about this weekend's uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view in just a little bit. But it finally feels, am I crazy to say, it finally feels like Raw has has figured like found its footing in the absent it's not ju- it's not a show that's just about an absent an off-screen champion anymore now it feels like it's actually a show that that has its own stakes uh, yeah i mean
1: there there are personal issues with with everybody they're they're putting out you know great wrestling matches uh i think the rollins uh mcintyre match was really good they it, it Close it. out the show um yeah you know, there's not a lot of brock lesnar talk on raw so if, you know, out of sight, out of mind, basically, I don't have to think about the fact that this m- red monstrosity, not the, the person, but the belt isn't on the show. It's, it almost doesn't matter because you're interested in the, the characters and, and what happens to them. It's compelling without needing the belt. And yeah. I think that's what they bet on when they didn't do the switch at WrestleMania or in Saudi Arabia is we've got enough interesting characters from, your, from Seth Rollins to Finn Balor to, to Roman Reigns To Bray Wyatt, to Matt Hardy, all these people. Who cares? Leave them off and 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 milk this as long as you can. Yeah, and try to pop a big big number, be it subscriptions on the network or a big rating or whatever it is. um, When Lesnar does show up,
0: yeah, I agree. I mean, it's 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 a very interesting calculus, and, and we'll see. I mean, i I don't think that I don't think that. I think if WWE looks at this as a, as a positive, this whole UFC thing, and I th- and I know that they do, then I don't think they're wrong. Um, but it will be sort of interesting. Um, it will be it'll, it'll inter- interesting to see how they how they how this plays out. That's it. I mean, it's they have to they have the ability to do something really cool, and they got to, but it's going to be very difficult to get it just right. Um yep. But that's you know true of a lot of things. Um, all right, we are going to talk about. Extreme rules. We're going to talk about uh, Raw and SmackDown, I guess, a little bit in passing. Um, but first, Dave Schilling. I'm going to cede the floor to you. Wait, am I ceding the floor to you? If you'd like, sure. We have a very, we have, there's, there's, there's a very big announcement. And that okay, is... So, yes, uh, go ahead. Do you want to go? I'm going to make I, this as uncomfortable for both of us as possible.
1: Wrap it up. Make it, Oh, no, we have to end? Oh, sorry. Jim just said the, the announcement over. is
0: that Jim has been fired and uh, our heel producer, <laughs> Get Jim, out. not just that, but he's about to be executed behind the ringer offices.
1: You're fired. Uh, no, I wish it was that it's not, uh, shoemaker. You, uh, you've moved to New York city.
0: Thanks it's for the taking Big it. Apple. Yeah. 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 I, re- I spent, I had two good years working, uh, working in LA, but I'm not leaving the ringer. Um, I'm just living somewhere else. We have a cool, we have a crew here, as probably a lot of Ringer fans know, and and I'm back in Brooklyn, where I've always belonged. But you have a big announcement too, as well, too as yeah, well. Yeah, as well. The
1: the Masked Man show will continue, but I will not continue on the uh, Masked Man show.
0: I thought you were going to say I quit. Um, no, that, I'm not.
1: I, no, no, I didn't quit. It's just, we, it's more like you know, it's it's time for me to move on. You're in another city. It seems like let's hit the reboot button. I, let I think, sh- let th-
0: yeah, it's like, I, you know, I went to, I, I came up north uh, and chilling is going to, you know, look for, hopefully get a big push uh, in the California <laughs> territory. Yeah, um, as, as uh, Bruce Pritchard would
1: say, go away and learn a new hold. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to learn a new hold and, uh, you know, I will pop up in a lot of different places. But, uh, yeah, it just seemed like it was time. We've had a really great run, two years. Uh, together but you know like uh like uh cheap heat everybody leaves at some point except for greg greg will never leave greg is trapped there i think uh rosenberg keeps him in in a cage and takes him out <laughs> once a week to do That's a podcast real,
0: really offensive yeah <laughs> i'm just
1: kidding you know i love greg greg's my boy but uh yeah it's it was just time to go and it's it's been two years two That's great that- years though
0: I yeah, I mean I I uh we'll definitely have you back on. Um, yeah, I
1: will I'll I'll probably be in Brooklyn for SummerSlam. <clears throat> so
0: yeah. we'll do, we'll do
1: a big reunion, and it'll
0: be sweet. And everybody everybody listening to this knows that I'm I'm the most like hardcore supporter of like the best podcasts come out of two friends sitting in a room talking about something. Um so uh it's been an amazing 2 years more or less. I mean, time-wise more or less. It's been amazing. Full stop working with Dave. Um, and I couldn't have had a better partner out there in LA, man. It was a whole lot of fun. Do you have any? Um, do you have any? I was gonna, I was gonna just do a whole segment that ripped off the rock that, you know, the mankind, this is your life, uh, segment from Raw, but I realized that nobody would get that because most of our listeners are 14. But, um, that's just, I'm just joking, guys. I, I know you're all really old. Um, like really any, old. What was your, what was your, I'm putting you on the spot here. What was your yeah. favorite wrestling moment? Like your the fav- your favorite thing that happened in the ring, on TV, whatever, in the time you've been doing the Masked Man show with me?
1: Oh, my God. That's a great question. And I actually have a, a ready answer. Uh, NXT TakeOver. Wow. New Orleans. Yeah. Because I'd never seen Ricochet live before. You know, you see Ricochet on TV. It's great. You know, it's yes, he's, he's obviously a talented athletic individual. But when you see Ricochet do what he does in person, I marked out. I, I Skyler and I were sitting next to each other. Skylar Aston, who's been on the show many times, just lo- lost our minds. I would say that whole weekend, that whole WrestleMania weekend, because we got all the boys together, from you to Dipperstein to Rosenberg to Greg, Brian Campbell was there. Skyler was there. I was there. You know, we had a great time. That was the pinnacle of this whole two years of doing this show. Is getting to really, you know, just hang out with my friends at WrestleMania. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Um. That was really fantastic. And I can and I can I'll double down on that ricochet thing because I've seen him perform live before. But I mean, I had seen him perform perform live a couple times before that. But he is way better in person. And also, there are some guys that we've talked about before that just look way more, that look like they belong in the WWE ring. And he's one of those guys. I mean, he, it's crazy that this, that he only just now made it to NXT. I mean, they should have had him signed for a long time, but he is, he is amazing. And, uh, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when he gets to the main roster and, ju- and he'll start stealing the show there. It's going to, it's, it's, it's going to be really great. Yeah. Um, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm dying for, Balor versus Ricochet, Rollins versus Ricochet. It's going to be great. He's he's a top talent. He's going to be a big big deal in WWE when he gets called up. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that, brother.
0: Um, did you see the in the New Japan show this weekend?
1: I didn't. Uh, I've been. I'm getting ready to move to a new. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't watch anything. I am going to PWG on Friday for the first time.
0: Oh, so if you're really an
1: awesome. LA-based wrestling fan, come say hi to me. Uh, we'll share some some laughs. You can cry if you're going to miss me on the show. I'll hug you, maybe. You know, if you're not too too smelly or something.
0: I don't nah. hug smelly. I'm just saying, if you're, you're smelly, you're, hey, you listen. I, I'm I'm little spoiler alert here. Uh, if you're at a if you're at a PWG show, everyone will be smelly, and that's not a criticism of the people that are there. It's a statement of fact about um just how hot and so- oh wait, wait is it wait, did it move where is a, it the, yeah it's it's, an, it's it's at the, the globe now yeah oh yeah well then maybe it won't be so stinky but yeah. probably it still will be it's probably um, be stinky. yeah the the best thing about my trip to las vegas this weekend was that i sat down and you know like it's always a pain in the ass like deal with a, a hotel tv and sometimes it it's great like you can't you never quite it's not the, it's not the remote control you're used to it's not the channel lineup you're used to it's always seems to be going at like a quarter speed to change channels Sometimes it's great because you find like, you know, a marathon of like ice road truckers and you've never watched the show and you get totally sucked in. And that's what you do every time you're in your room. Um, Sometimes it's not as great. But this for me, I pushed a button. I couldn't figure out how to use the remote. And it was it was access TV. And um, and they were just showing New Japan all weekend. And I was just like, I'm just never changing the channel. I'm never even turning the TV off because I don't want to lose this. Uh, so yeah, I get to. I watched a lot. I know listeners will be shocked to hear me say that.
1: <laughs> I'm shocked. What did you think of the uh, the Bullet Club angle at the end of the show? Uh, I,
0: I really I really enjoyed it. I, it was like so many other things in wrestling were like I don't know what I had, would have imagined that they would have done. I don't know how I would have fantasy booked it, but like, like the the moment couldn't live up to like my own hopes and expectations. But that said. I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really cool. And I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah, me too. I, I still need to watch the show.
1: Uh, it certainly didn't get the uh, like glowing reviews that Dominion got. But you know, you're, you can only do a title change so many times. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to All In. I won't be there. But I will be watching on, on whatever streaming service it ends up on. I almost feel like WWE Network has got to be in the running for this because there have been rumblings that WWE is going to start broadcasting non-WWE programming on the network. Uh, So this seems like a really great way to, one, steal the thunder of an independent show, two, get the network some more eyeballs, and three, try to convince Cody, the Bucks, and Kenny to make the jump. Yeah, which is fu- it's funny because they don't seem to want Marty. I never hear Marty Skrull as a guy that they want to bring over. But I think Marty's just as talented from a
0: yeah a character I,
1: perspective and an in ring perspective as, as as the rest of them.
0: I love Marty Skrull, and he's a, he's probably I mean he, he has, he's got a lot of Daniel Bryan in him that he despite working this this like super outsized gimmick and doing it, which is a thing that Bryan never did before WWE. But like he he wins you over. In the ring, in a way that's really hard to sort of put into words, I—I um, I, I mean, that happened for me at PWG when he the first time he he won Battle of Los Angeles. So I got to see him fight a couple of times, and I and I was just like, "Who is this dude?" And then you know, it was like he was my favorite wrestler ever by the end of the night. Um, but he's a real little guy. Like I don't think he's I very think small. For he's for all small. of the undersized guys who are getting over right now, it would be really really hard to rationalize him being anywhere. But two oh five live the way that yeah. WWE is set up right now. That's I mean, true. even for even for NXT, in by NXT standards, he's I. I mean, I think he's significant. I, I could be wrong. My recollection is that he's he's significantly smaller than than uh, Adam Cole, and that's the bar for like small but but headlining. You know. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll see. I, I, th- I think that's interesting. One of the things that was interesting was. Um, I I forgot what old New Japan bit it was that I was watching over the weekend. It all blurs together. But there was a, there was a part where Jr. was, was uh, momentarily obsessed with the bright future that Hangman Page is going to have. (laughs) And, and it felt a lot to me like Jr. had just gotten off the phone with somebody at WWE who was like, I think we're going to sign Hangman, Hangman, Hangman Page. He he got he's got a great look. He's got a ridiculous skill set. I mean, and he's a little bit more in the WWE mold of like he can he kind of can can truck along at thirty miles an hour, but then he has a couple of like eighty mile per hour moves in his in the you know in, in his toolbox. Yeah, um, there's a lot of mixed metaphors in there. He's not just constantly flipping <laughs> and flying and everything. Well, else. yeah,
1: that's that's the WWE model is you need to be yeah. able to slow your pace down, work a match, and then throw the high spots out before the commercial break yeah Uh, because he was making a point about dives on twitter and and how you know dives are kind of an overrated spot that you know really aren't that exciting but they're super important for the structure of a match as you have to go to a commercial or you have to do whatever you have Mm -hmm. to plug something you know the, the the workers in the ring the announcers the producers in the truck all have to work in, in sequence. So you want to be able to have that guy like a hangman page or, you know, Cody in his day who can slow the pace down, who can work a match that has, it's deliberate and interesting, but then turn it up right before the commercial to keep people watching. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, a special skill. It
0: really is. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I'm sure we'll see all, all those guys. I'm sure there'll be more talk about those guys uh, jumping ship eventually someday. But I think for right now, I'm kind of happy. I mean, they're doing a great job. They're doing great stuff. And, and it's kind of cool. I mean, it's more than kind of it's in, it's incredibly cool that we have a whole separate world out there for this for for uh, for pro wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling right now. We're very lucky. So let's talk about WWE Extreme Rules 2018. The last picks Dave Schilling will ever do on the well, Man Show. Well, no, 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 I mean, no. Part of the deal that you signed was that you're not allowed <laughs> to make predictions about wrestling matches anymore. Um, That's
1: probably smart because I'm not good at predicting wrestling matches. I here's, think the thing, back, here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: Nobody, nobody except that, except that Dolphins guy that used to post on Reddit is good at predicting wrestling matches. And I've said this a million times. Never been able to write it in the way that I really want to write it, but like the results are don't matter the, the way that wrestling results matter. The least is when you're actually trying to predict the in, the outcome of a match because winners and losers don't matter. It literally doesn't matter. It's if you lose a match, as long as you hit the guy who beat you with a chair afterwards, because that means your feud is still going. I mean, that's all yeah. that matters. Um, it's all about heat, brother. All right. So let's run through this card before we just totally run out of time with her crying and gushing about, uh, new Japan. Um, uh, the the pre show match, which I'm weirdly this is a pre show match that I'm actually very excited for. Um, the New Day versus Sanity in a tables match, and I'm glad that we're having this table. I think when I the last time I did a show, the last time we did a show for sure, there's like there were no stipulations on any of the on any of these extreme matches. Um, now we have a few, but we're starting the show off with a bang. Um, or with a table spot at least, and that's the new day versus sanity. Um, my, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. My pick is sanity because they're new and they 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 need the you know they they need the spotlight. But what do you think?
1: I have the same thing. You know, when you do a tables match gimmick, you don't really have to worry about the the results in terms of who's losing and if they're losing heat, just because it's not a one-two-three pinfall or submission. It's you go through a table, so you don't look bad going through a table. It's not that big of a deal Uh, plus they need it as you as you mentioned Um, I think it's a really smart move I know there have been a lot of people who've complained about the fact that this kind of big match with with three of the biggest stars in the company plus you know three new stars from NXT is is on the pre-show but here's the thing about the pre-show as in terms of the booking of a a a, a pay-per-view it's usually something that's not important. It's Mojo Raleigh versus Kalisto or something of that nature. yeah. and then and then the arena is not full with people filing in from the from the concession stands or the merch booth or whatever. But if you put a really hot, interesting match in the pre-show, people will sit down. It will look better on television when you're trying to get people to subscribe to the network for the show uh, just to get get things started. I think this is a smart choice to have an overact a new act having an an actual hardcore sort of gimmick match i think it's it's smart
0: and uh, if i was wwe i would have sanity go over for sure i agree listen this is part of the combined pay-per-view era and this is you know i'll I'll defend it because i was excited about it you got to earn your way onto the show and it's obviously not earning your way the same way that you kind of you know charismatically can pop the crowd and get a title run or whatever but like the the angles and everybody's in this together. The creative team and the wrestlers. The angles have to have to earn the spot on a pay per view now, and that's just the way it's going to be. Um, this was this should be seen as a positive. These these guys didn't have a huge you know two months two month feud. This big simmering angle that was that was headlining the sh- SmackDown every week, um, but they're putting them on the show anyway because they know they'll pop the crowd. So that's great. Um, Sanity, you heard it here first. Definitely going to win next match uh alexa v- alexa bliss versus nia Jax. extreme rules match for the raw women's championship who you got this is a tough one uh because it should, be, it should be pointed had- out that it should be pointed out that ronda rousey is uh the you know an equal part to this feud and will will be you know taking on uh probably the winner at SummerSlam. correct Uh, You would think so. I mean, if you're not going to do a big-time pay-per-view,
1: a big four, big five pay-per-view like uh, SummerSlam and not have Ronda wrestle, and not have her wrestle a big match. She's already wrestled Nia Jax. At the same time, the whole Alexa Bliss thing is just kind of perplexing. um, Because she doesn't, as I've said many times, pose much of a physical threat to someone like Ronda Rousey. The great thing about having Nia Jax be Ronda's first singles opponent is that you can buy the physicality. You can believe that the baddest woman on the planet would have a hard time with someone the size of Nia Jax. And yeah. I've, I've met Nia Jax a couple times now in in, in person, and she's big. I'm not saying that to be funny or to make light of her. I'm just saying she's a a, a substantial intimidating person so you Mm -hmm. put her up against someone who's got the bona fides the real life bona fides beating the shit out of people you (laughs) you need to have someone who looks like they can they can hang alexa bliss is the opposite of that i've I've met alexa bliss too she's very small it just doesn't make sense to me from a from a physicality standpoint to have those two wrestle in a high profile match at the same time alexa bliss can ha- handle, can can hang and, and, and control the promos, the angles, the the, the the creative aspects of that feud, and get the heat. Exactly, exactly. She can get heat because she's a chicken chit heel, yeah. like everybody in WWE loves. They love that that sort of like coward, cowardly Miz type heel. Um, Carmella is the same way in the women's division on the other show. You know, she they're basically playing the same character. In a lot of ways, and that they're they're afraid of fighting. They don't want to fight, and they use whatever they can get, either Mickey James or or Ellsworth or 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 any sort of cheating to win win matches. I just don't necessarily want to see that match at SummerSlam, but it's pretty clear that's where they're going. I I don't think that that I don't think Nia Jax wins this match. I think it's definitely Alexa Bliss going over and doing that that. that big blow off where Ronda finally wins the belt.
0: So your pick is Alexa.
1: Yeah, that was a long winded way of saying that Alexa is winning and retaining the
0: title. I agree with that. All right, next. Um, I'm just going down in, in Wikipedia order here, AJ Styles um, versus Rusev singles match for the WWE championship.
1: I think it's definitely AJ Styles. I, I would love Rusev to win, but, do you think he he has a chance to go over here? I don't.
0: No, I mean there the... i a. I'm not even going to bother telling people to skip ahead, but there are some spoilery reasons to believe that AJ is definitely winning this, and um, and I don't think, and, and I think that even you know, card subject to change and all that. I think WWE always leaves the door open to, to to changing plans, but I just don't think as awesome as Rusev's run over the past you know six months has been. I just don't think he did anything. Um, I don't think anything has happened in the past three in the past you know several weeks that that would warrant WWE tossing their plans out the window and putting the belt on him. Um, so anyway, I'm 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 with you. I'm with AJ Styles on that one. All right, we're gonna keep moving. We got to shuffle through these. Uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, the the leaders of worlds, versus the B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Who you got?
1: There will not be a title change in this match. That would be ridiculous. Just because there are more heel challengers on Raw than there are babyface challengers. The Revival seem like they're up next. Authors of Pain are in the wings. No reason to put the belts on a comedy act. So I'm going with uh, Hardy and Wyatt in this one.
0: So you think that weirdly Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are going to end up sort of Helping establish the the tag team division on Raw. I mean, that's that's not what you just said, but that's kind of what you're getting at, right? I mean, Hardy yeah, and White. Yeah. Usually, usually when two singles guys end up in a tag team, you know, it sort of breaks the division. It kind of it hurts the division, right? Because it, they're they're a little bit of a division killer thing. They're or they all, but they also kind of make it look like any two guys can beat everybody else, you know, whatever, if all you have to be is more popular, but, but yeah, if they, if they actually go through the rest of the, d- the teams in the division, that could be, that could be a pretty cool thing.
1: Yeah. I, I think that you need to have an act that is super duper over in order to get the, the younger teams to a place where they can do what they need to do to yeah. get over. It, all it's, right.
0: it's sort of like, Oh yeah, let's move on. Yeah. God, we gotta we keep going. running
1: out of time. Finally, the last time, we're running out of time.
0: Hardy and Wyatt are going to win. That is correct. Carmella versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship match. James Ellsworth will be suspended above the ring in a shark cage.
1: I'm going Asuka. I'll keep it brief. You can't have her lose a second time. That would be absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you, although I've been surprised every time Carmella's won. So I I, I, I kind of find it hard to do the math. I'm going to pick... Carmella, just to be a contrarian um but it would be i would i am going to be surprised if that happens um all right next the bludgeon brothers versus team hell no daniel bryan and kane for the smackdown championship um yeah. i we didn't really talk about smackdown or raw that much but um i will say i have two notes on this match one the the Bludgeon Brothers walking in on the sanity on Sanity cutting a promo was one of my all time unintentional comedy moments in professional wrestling. It's like Sanity is like in this dark room being uplit and they're doing this like spooky spooky promo, and then all of a sudden they look over and uh the Bludgeon Brothers are standing there just like, Oh, sorry guys, we were booked for the creepy promo stage at four uh, fifteen. Are you guys gonna be done soon? Or uh yeah, like it was just great. That was one no, of my favorite things. We're all spooky here. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, and also on the, other, on the other side of it, Daniel Bryan's streak of having the worst gear in wrestling history continues. This, that new Team Hell No shirt is just Ooh, weird. Weird. It is ugly. Good
1: God. I, I think that you got to give it to the Bludgeon Brothers here as much as, as it would be a fun nostalgia story for Bryan and Kane to win it's actually better to not have them win because you put this tag team over again, going back to the tag teams and the necessity of getting the other teams over. You need to get these this younger, newer team over. There are a lot of other tag teams that can work with the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, and Kane and, and and Brian can work another feud, I guess. I mean, if, if they really wanted them to.
0: All right, I'm just going to go the other way for the sake of it and go with Team Hell No, but I agree with L- almost everything you said. Um- I love it. Dolph Ziggler versus Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre because he did not lose on Monday versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship match. It's a thirty minute Iron Man match, and it is also the best feud in WWE right now. So, um, at least in terms of match quality. Uh so I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Um I'm not quite sure if thirty minutes makes an Iron Man match, especially when it's these two guys. Like like John Cena and Kane could have a thirty minute Iron Man match, but uh I feel like Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins could easily just like hit the treadmill for forty five minutes. I'm not quite sure what the Iron Man part of it is. Um, yeah, they should have
1: to. They should have to carry. A, should, should be tied to a tire.
0: Yeah, like a exactly. CrossFit thing. Um, so Ziggler, Seth Rollins. What, who you got?
1: There's been a lot of heel heel picks from from me so far, so I'm going to go with Rollins winning the belt back. Uh, they need a baby face champion on Raw, in my opinion. So let's give it to Seth.
0: Rollins has been really, really good. Um, I, I've I've been impressed, but I've been I'm so excited that Ziggler and McIntyre are getting this little sh- moment to shine right now. They've been really yeah. fantastic too. Yeah. It's a hot act.
1: I like it. I feel like they could maybe transition to the tag team division. And yeah, I think that that's, that, that door open. Drew yeah.
0: was teasing a you know a title a championship run for himself uh in his in their promo, so that could be interesting. So um, I'm gonna say. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep going the other way. I'm going to go with Ziggler on this one. Drew's down there, and Seth can easily just bump up to the main event. See, you know, it could, I'll go with Dolph. Um, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley in a singles match that is... Uh, Wikipedia doesn't say this, but I know this from watching WWE TV. This is for bragging rights, which is maybe the <laughs> most extreme rule of all. Um, this is a really interesting one. We've not talked a lot about it, but whatever. Wh- who, who do you think is going to win? Do you even have to ask? It's the big dog. Roman Reigns
1: is winning for sure.
0: Which is because it's his house. I mean, it's his yard. It's
1: his, it's his yard. He's going on clearly to work with Lesnar at SummerSlam.
0: Um, Not Bobby. You don't think Bobby Lashley's got, has like a has like a you know ten percent chance of being in the main event at SummerSlam? I can see a three way if they want to mix it up and they don't
1: want to run back another one on one contest between those two. So there could be a screw job. It's very telling that it's not a gimmick match. It's yeah, just it, a regular wrestling match. Well, it's so for bragging rights. Deep, it's either, you know, wrestling matches are either for bragging rights, for momentum, or for a title opportunity. So this one just happens to be for bragging rights.
0: Um. So you got Roman Reigns. Uh, I'm going to go with you on that one. It's Roman Reigns. But but this does, this this feels like, you know, there could be some chicanery, some sort of.
1: Ooh! Uh, last one, the last. Yeah, in, in honor, in honor of, time. in honor
0: of you, Dave, Schilling, it would. So, for some reason, I'm imagining a you know Brock Lesnar coming down and destroying both of them, sort of moment. All right, I could, I could see that too. Um, yeah, but we gotta, we gotta just truck through the rest of these. It doesn't. No one cares. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura. I'm gonna Nakamura. go with Nakamura. You got the same yeah, thing. Okay, both for too. Shinsuke. It's,
1: yeah, it's time he gets a
0: win. Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin, and the sti- I think the stipulations for this one is like. Uh they have like it, it's whether or not this match is on the pre show also. Um <laughs> but I but yeah, I'm gonna go with Balor. Who do you got? I'm going with Corbin. They seem to nice. want to push
1: him, they want to get him over as a monster. I give it to Corbin.
0: Um and Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. I mean, what a great little throw in this has turned out to there be. There are so
1: many matches on this card. Good mm-hmm. lord. Uh I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman. He's gigantic. And yeah. Kevin Owens doesn't need to win wrestling matches. He's over forever for the rest Ye- of his life.
0: I agree, and I definitely think there's some way. If Kevin Owens has a moment in this match where he's, before he goes for a failed pin, where it just feels like he's won, that's the win, you know? Anyway, we have to get out of here. Jim is uh, waving scarily at me. There's Someone who needs to do a soccer podcast. How because do you, somehow how do you people know that? that you, sport. You're not even in the same room. How do you uh, see him? I'm speaking metaphorically. Uh, okay. um, listen, Schilling... You're my favorite dude. I'm so glad that we got to do the show together, um, and I'm so glad that uh, that you know we'll continue to be great friends who watch wrestling together and send uh, and send snarky text messages to one another. And we'll see you back on the show soon. Well, if you respond to my
1: text messages, man,
0: know that I read them and uh, <laughs> and and often laugh.
1: Good. Okay. That's that. I'll take it.
0: All right. Um, we got to get out of here. Apologies. As always, Dean Ambrose. And uh we'll see you back here next week or the week after. Maybe the week I, after. I think we're by bi- I, I think we're formally bi-weekly until SummerSlam. I don't really know how that works. Maybe I mean, we'll be back I, here next week. I, I
1: definitely won't be back here next week.
0: So goodbye, everyone. Yeah, we'll see you back here sometime soon, humanoids. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show.
1: Goodbye, everyone.